0: Uh, I'm going to speak a short primer to you, Luke 21, if you'd go there, and then I'm going to preach uh, approximately one half of my sermon. I'm going to preach the good half, so I'll leave the other for later, but I'll preach what was just burning on my heart this week here. Uh, Luke chapter 21, um, you know, this this is a sobering chapter, uh, 90% of it is about... Uh, the end times and the destruction of the temple and the return of the Lord. And 10% of it is about the little widow who put two copper coins in. And it's fascinating to me but that this chapter is wrapped. Now, I don't believe that chapter headings and the numbers are divinely inspired, but I do think it's interesting that God and his sovereignty would have that story wrapped into the end time story because I believe that there's a giving away, there's a breaking out that happens uh, when, when Christ returns. I think there's a giving way of money. I think there's a giving away of time that's gonna happen. I think there's a giving way of life that's going to happen. And I think it's gonna usher in. The return of Christ Jesus. And so just interesting in Luke chapter 21 here, but uh, you get reading through this and the disciples come to him in verse 5 and and they're talking about the temple and Jesus says, no stone will be left on another one. And they're saying, when is this going to happen? He's saying, watch out that you're not deceived. And he tells them three different times, do not be frightened. Do not worry what you're going to say. Do not fear. It's going to be terrible times, Luke 21 says. And he says that nation's going to rise against nation, verse 10. There's going to be great earthquakes, famine, pestilences, ever heard of those? Various places and fearful events and great times, great signs from heaven. But before all of this, there's going to be a, a group of things that happen. Before these things take place, they're going to seize you and persecute you, hand you over to synagogues, put you in prison, and all the fun stuff that we're, we're so fearful of sometimes. But what this is going to do, verse 13, is going to set you up to bear testimony to me. The persecution is actually going to give you a platform to stand for me in these last days. It's going to give you an opportunity to rise up and proclaim my name even if it costs your life. Now, it says here that some of you, in verse 16, will be put to death. And what that means is it'll be the minority, not the majority. It didn't say most of you, so don't, don't worry, don't fear. It doesn't mean every Christian is going to be put to death, but some of us will. The lucky ones, really, for eternity. The lucky ones will be put to death. Some of you will. Everyone, though, it says in verse 17, is going to hate you. Everybody, that's the truth. The entire world is going to turn against you because of me. But if you stand firm, you'll win life. Jerusalem will be surrounded by armies. Then you get to verse 25. There's going to be sign in the sun and moon and stars and the earth. And nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. Tons of distress on the earth. People are going to faint from terror at this time. And they'll be apprehensive and they'll be fearfully nervous in expectation of what's coming on the world. Why? For the heavenly bodies are going to be shaken. If the heavenly bodies are going to be shaken, the pillars of the earth are going to be shaken. We're seeing shaking right now in the natural and especially in the spiritual. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And then here's the punchline. When these things begin to take place, not in the middle, not at the end, but when we see them at the beginning, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Your job, when you see these things happening, is to do the opposite of what everyone else is doing, which is cower and get low and grumble and complain and and stock up ammunition and food. Your job is to stand up and to lift up your head with joy because your redemption is getting super close, super close. It's right on the doorstep. And what does that mean to stand up? And so what I love about the scriptures, it answers it for us. In verse 34, be careful or your hearts will be weighed down with carousing and drunkenness or the giddiness of debauchery and and the anxieties of life and that day will close in on you suddenly like a trap. That's the opposite of standing up. Being weighed down with anxiety and the worries and cares of this life and, and being drunk with this age. For it's gonna come on all those who live on the face of the whole earth, verse 36. But always be alert. Always be on the watch and pray. So you can do two things. So you can be able to escape, all that's about to happen, like the Israelites did in Goshen when the plagues came on Egypt. And number two, you may be able to stand before the Son of Man at His coming. So see, we're calling y'all, we're all called in this last hour to pray like never before. Business as usual is over in the church. i let that sit for just a minute. There's no more time to play church anymore. Our kids don't have the luxuries that we had to be, go through teenage years and be rebellious and do all that and then come back to the Lord in our 20s or 30s. There's no time. It's over. It's a generation's call now to be on our face before the Lord and pray for tears And pray that the Holy Spirit invade and move in power, that we might be able to stand at His coming. Because I tell you, without intimacy with the Holy Spirit, you ain't going to make it. None of us will make it through these days without the oil in our lamps. This is not a scare tactic. I'm just telling you, you have to know Him. And lip service will not do it. Only from the heart level. If he's got his home in your heart through faith, you'll make it through to the end. You'll stand to the end. You gotta pray. You have to seek him. You have to buy gold refined in the fire. What does that take? Cost. It costs you time. It costs you relationships. It costs you comfort. It costs you food. It costs you sleep. What are you willing to pay for the gold? What are you willing to pay for the oil? Go buy oil from those who give oil away. What are you willing to pay? What is the Lord calling you to pay? I promise you won't regret it. But it's required in this last hour. Stand up for your redemption is drawing nigh. Lift up your heads in joy guys, this is a good day. This is the church's finest hour. Our finest hour is upon us. Do not let this be wasted. I promise you the Holy Spirit has great heroes in the faith in store right now. Biblical level heroes in the faith may be sitting in here and for sure in the church today that might give their lives. They might lead cities into salvation. Who knows? He's looking for men and women who will be all in in this last hour here.